BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off-limits. Originally this week, I was going to record by myself and talk to you guys all about self-care, what I do to take care of myself, exercise, sleep, just maintain a happy, healthy life. And then I thought, that sounds sort of boring. I mean, even though you guys would get some good takeaways, I thought, let's bring Timmy in and have him provide some fun commentary on how I take care of myself because I know he has some opinions. So everybody, welcome Timmy to the podcast. Hi, yay. <laughs> You're back. Thank you for having me back. So that's what we're going to do because yeah. I, I didn't know what I was here for. Yeah. So I started to tell Timmy on the way here what we were going to do. And he said, wait, wait, wait. So I think he really wanted to be caught off guard and let all the creative juices flow off the cuff. Yeah. This is just all improv from for me. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So a lot of you guys have questions about how I take care of myself and a lot about how I balance between, you know, staying healthy, trying to look my best and also just being happy and showing up for my family. So I thought I would break it down into a couple different categories. One is exercise, another one's mental health, and then also how I find this word balance in my life, which is sometimes very hard to find. And sometimes I don't find it. The first one is exercise. Timmy and I have been working out together ever since we kind of got together. I remember when Timmy and I first got together, I wanted to go to the gym and I said, come with me. And he was very shy about coming with me. He did not want me to see him at the gym working out and how things have changed, huh? Yeah. I was going to say, we've basically been working out together since I said, I'll never work out with you. And you (laughs) were like, oh no, you will. And then we have ever since that point. Yeah. So we kind of eased into it though. I remember we first went to a gym that had two stories. No, it was a gym. A gym. We did. We went to the gym. (laughs) We had a gym that was two stories. And I think like I kind of stayed on bottom while you stayed on top and vice versa. Yeah. So that I didn't watch you work out. Who was on top? (laughs) I can't remember. Um, Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it'd be like embarrassing to like 
I don't know, sweat and like lift weights and stuff in front of you. But then I stopped doing those types of workouts and I just started doing your type of workouts. So like I would go to the gym and like pretend to lift weights for an hour. And then as soon as someone made eye contact with me, I would leave. (laughs) I was about to ask what you did to work out before we got together. Cause like I was under the impression that you had never worked out a day in your life. I was very mushy. (laughs) You were soft. I was soft. You were, you were what we like to call skinny fat. Yeah. I've always been skinny fat. Well, I used to belong to the New York athletic club and I would play basketball there, which was an amazing workout. I could play basketball for like four hours straight in my Mm -hmm. twenties, but basketball players are in good shape. But that, yeah, I was a professional basketball player, (laughs) but when I wouldn't play basketball, I would go to the gym and this is what I would do every time. I would jog on the treadmill for like five minutes until I got out of <laughs> you breath. You to say six or seven, but you couldn't even push No, this that. is the truth, okay? It was five, okay. It was literally just until it felt uncomfortable. And then be like, okay, that's a good warm up. And then like I would lift weights for like 45 minutes, but that sounds like a long time. But like, no, you would take so many breaks. Oh my God. So I would many get so much breaks. water, just look around. Like I would probably spend like 37 seconds actually lifting the weight. And then, like I said, as soon as someone made eye contact with me, gotta you're go, out. Gotta go. Then I would take a shower and a steam, and I'd be like, that was a great workout. No gym chit chat. Oh my God. That would be the worst. Have you ever even had a, a six pack? A no, pers- I haven't, Whitney. I've never had a six pack. I was going to say a personal trainer. No. Like, how would you even deal like with someone, that? Someone like touching the back of my elbow, being like, this is how you do it. <laughs> you I'd would die. Like, Please don't ever touch my elbow. Yeah, nightmare for you. But you eventually became comfortable with me, mm-hmm. and we lived in Venice when we moved back to Los Angeles together and we did a lot of yoga and spinning together. That was like our couple's thing that we did. That was our couple's workout. That wasn't like what we did as a couple. No, no, it wasn't like all we did. Right. Right. But that was, that was something we did as a couple. And then that kind of evolved into us like really relying on each other to work out and motivate each other to work out. I mean, now it's gotten to the point where if we don't go together, I have a hard time finding the motivation to go myself. I never thought I would be in this position, but yes, that's a hundred percent true. Like you are my workout buddy and yeah. like motivate me to do it. I've even gotten you into hot yoga where it's in a completely uncomfortable situation, both physically I and mentally. I have my shirt off you in ha- front you of have strangers. your shirt off. You're dripping sweat. Yeah. You're in a very vulnerable environment. Yeah. Like look how far you've come. I, uh, yeah, I was a hundred percent wrong when I was 28 or whatever it was. Yeah. And now don't you feel so good about yourself? Do you see a difference in your body? Oh no, I don't feel good about myself. I hate myself. What are you (laughs) talking about? I'm proud of myself that I go and do that. Me too. I wish that I could do it more, but in all seriousness, for me, a good week of working out is two to three times of hot yoga. I haven't done it once this week. So this week would be a bad week. I sometimes like will tell myself I'm going to go during Sunny's nap or figure out a time. And I always somehow psych myself out of it. And so it's something that I need to be better at. And maybe something that if I actually like baked into a schedule that I would do more, but I used to work out like at least five days a week before I had Sunny, I needed it in order to feel mentally okay. Especially after my dad passed away, it was something that I relied on a lot. And now it's something that I've let kind of fall to the wayside. And I think- I mean, you've let five days a week fall to the wayside, but you're pretty on it. 
when we're here. I mean, the summer just ended. We were doing a lot of travel. It's obviously hard to work out. And I'm not trying to make excuses for why yeah. you haven't. But like when we're here, you're pretty good it's at it. It's usually regular. Yeah, yeah. I just, so I was doing a lot of spinning before. And then as you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast before, I get really bad headaches. And so the posture when I was spinning just wasn't really working out. And I felt like it was extra dehydrating, even though you'd think that hot yoga would be too. But hot yoga has been the workout that has just felt the best for my body. Whenever I leave, I feel like euphoric. I feel like I've sweat out so many toxins. My body feels stronger, looser, Mm. like lengthier. Is that a word? Lengthier is a word. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I just love it. I just love the word lengthier. No, hot Uh, yoga so much. We do core power yoga because it's close to our house, but and to because try others. we like it. And because we like it. Other than that, I feel like having a two-year-old is some built-in exercise, or at least that's also what I try to tell myself. Like you're running after him, you're picking him up constantly. Like it feels like I'm constantly burning calories just because I have this kid. And that's why I sometimes justify not going to the gym. Can I ask you a question about hot yoga? Yes. Do you, because I do, buy into the mental part of it? I do. I really do. So at the beginning of the class, they tell you to have an intention, set an intention for the class. And sometimes they'll give you an idea of one. And then you can also choose one yourself. And for me, it's always about like being present and not letting my mind wander during the class because that is something that I do constantly. Like, I feel like I have this running to-do list in my brain all the time that I'm just constantly checking things off and working things through. And in yoga class, it's this time where I will consciously check myself when my brain is starting to do that. I'm like, no, you're here right now. You don't have your phone. No one is coming at you. You have no control over the outside world or anything that is happening. So just like do this for you right now. And if you can do that, when you get out, you will feel like refreshed and ready to take on that to-do list. Totally. And then they say to like take that and apply it to the rest of your life. So Mm -hmm. like when we're done for the day at like nine o'clock and we want to watch TV and you're having trouble getting off your phone, like Mm -hmm. take yourself back to that place where you are at yoga and be Mm -hmm. like, look, I can do that. Like I left that class and the world ended so I can do it now. Yeah. I think a lot of people ask me what's one thing that I would want to like change about myself and it is being more present in moments. And I think that will make your memory stronger because if you're more present in moments, you're really like locking things in, in your brain about what's happening. And then those things will stick with you. People say like be present. And for a long time, it didn't really make sense and sounded like a catchphrase to me. But like when I think about it as like not trying to multitask and being present, if you think about those two things as the same thing, Mm -hmm. it starts to make more sense for me. Totally. Right. Because be present is kind of like this airy. It's like, like, what does it mean? Like, right. I'm here. Right. But it's like, no, 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 you're only here. Right. Right. Because multitasking is impossible. And it's just not productive. I mean, a lot of people, I think, pride themselves on being able to multitask, but I just sort of feel like things are never really fully completed if you're multitasking. You're not giving it your full attention. And so it's never completed the way that it should be or given the attention it should get. Straight up. Okay, cool. The next thing I want to discuss is sleep because I think sleep is really, really, really important in terms of taking care of yourself. Someone on my team lately 
has not been taking care of herself and has not been getting enough sleep. And she feels like it is affecting her job and her confidence in her job. And I think that sleep is so important in, in order to show up for your job and for your family every day. And I know that it's a luxury that people don't always get to get it because you have a crying baby or a schedule that doesn't allow, you know, full seven or eight hours. But I just want to talk about how I think it should be a priority and how I think that we should turn off our phones at a certain time so that we allow our brains to relax and not be preoccupied. What do you think about sleep? First of all, I'm amazing at it. You are. Timmy can fall asleep anywhere at any time, even if he's had like 10 hours of sleep. Yeah. I'm amazing at, like, I think I'm better at going to sleep than, than almost anything else. Well, give us your tips. My tips for, well, first of all, I just think I'm good at it. I just think like it's in my DNA and some, some of my tips won't help any of you. My tips for sleeping, I like it to be really cold. Mm-hmm. I like it to be dark. I don't really need a lot of tips because no. I'm so good at it. Yeah. I would say like if someone's having trouble sleep, my best tip would be to like read a book. Yeah. I think reading a book is a lot better than watching TV, even though you and I fall asleep to TV every night. Let's just talk for about us, what it works. Let's just talk about what happens at night when we fall asleep. Okay. How it works. Okay. So we get into bed at like, let's say nine or 10 o'clock. And all the lights are out and we put on the TV and Whitney will fall asleep immediately. Last night she fell asleep at nine (laughs) o'clock. It's true. At nine o'clock, like (laughs) right at nine o'clock, which is basically like in the eight o'clock hour. It's just one tick further. She fell asleep and then it's nine o'clock. Like I'm not ready to go to sleep for at least two hours, but I'm so good at it. I watch TV for like 15 minutes and then I just, I went from wide awake Turn the TV off, complete black, and then I just close my eyes and I was asleep. Is for that the next. so? Yes. You were obviously tired though. No, I'm just so good at it. It's <laughs> so crazy. I have a hot take though on sleep. Like, Tell me. Everyone says that it's really good for you, and I believe it is. You can't be like at your best if you don't have the right amount of sleep for you. Yeah. But I've also had jobs and experience in my life where I've gone like for eight months with five hours of sleep a night. And like, you can do it too. <laughs> I, okay. So I sort of feel like that's because you were a lot younger and you had a lot more energy and drive and motivation. I've never had hustling. any of those things. <laughs> and so those things were the driving force. But honestly, I used to be able to be like a highly functioning person with only six hours of sleep. And now it really, really has an effect on me. And so I think promoting an early bedtime is important. And I know I sound like a boring old person, but I just feel like if you know you have to get up at 630 in the morning with your kid, like just start your process earlier. Don't eat dinner past eight o'clock. Try to get in bed by 930, 10. And that's, Th- that, those are my goals. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying like getting a lot of sleep is obviously the best plan. Do whatever you have to do to do that. Eat dinner early, get to bed early, all that stuff. Don't mm-hmm. watch TV, put your phone down. I'm all for all of that stuff. But when Sunny was an infant and we weren't sleeping a lot, didn't you get used to not sleeping a lot? Like, remember the days when you used to get like three hours? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and then but you would get six awful. hours and you'd be like, this is amazing. Remember when six hours felt amazing? That, yes. I'm just saying humans can get used to a lot of stuff. And even though a lot of sleep is for the best, 
Like you can get used to only sleeping for five hours. If you ever listen to the podcast of those like millionaires who also run like mega marathons and like don't eat food until afternoon, they're like, I sleep for three hours a day. I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating that. that. Yes. That's just my hot take. Right. And I, I think for some people that works, but if you're not one of those people that that's okay. And to just try to take the steps to get to sleep early. For me, I like to take a shower in the night. Kudos to Timmy. Used to not used to just get into bed with my dirty body from the whole day's (laughs) like happenings. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) and now I'll take a shower and I dim the lights and I try to make it like a really calming, nice mm. experience. And I'm mm. really excited because we're renovating our bathrooms right now. And we got a Mr. Not Steam a shower situation where you can put like some aromatherapy oils and have a steam shower and some music on. So I'm really excited for that to get me ready for my nighttime. But if you can't do that, I was recently listening to one of Lauren from uh, the Skinny Confidential. I was listening to her podcast and it was all about her self-care. And she was saying how she attaches like sage or eucalyptus or lavender or something to her shower head so that she gets like the aroma of these oils and she dims the lights and she listens to some soft bong music. Is that the word? Bong? What's that instrument where you go bong? Oh, a gong. A gong. Gong Gong music. Maybe you just... Yeah. Hit the bomb. No, I did not. She listens to that and she has a salt lamp. We have a salt I lamp a salt too lamp. that I'm really excited to put in the bathroom and have make a really relaxing environment for yourself if you shower at night before you get into bed. Right now I'm charging my phone next to my bed, but I don't think it's a good idea because lately I've been waking up and looking straight at my phone and then my eyes immediately feel like looking straight at my phone. I uh, know. I don't Ugh, think that yeah, that you is. You start the day off with like a headache. It's awful. It's, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. I want to start charging my phone away from oh my the God. bed. Do you ever wake up and you're like, I'm going to look at Instagram stories. Oh, all the time. Oh my God. It's Could so there be bad. Anything, anything worse. Also, if you open your email app and you just have like <laughs> Tons of emails that uh, from are, like Redfin. Well, for you, yeah, but like just so many things that are so jarring first thing in the morning that I don't think need to be a Ugh, thing. No. Like wait a little while, wake up, like maybe even shower, you know, do some stretches, drink a whole glass of water before you get up and look at your right. phone. Like people think that crossing things off their to-do list is going to make them feel relaxed like they've gotten something done which is true but you can go too far and be obsessed with it and think like if I don't wake up and immediately start crossing things off I'm never going to feel relaxed mm-hmm. and it's like you have to compartmentalize you got to like you got to like let relaxed time be relaxed time and let work time be work time and not have them bleed into one another cuz then you won't get either one done. No, I think you're right. And I think that's what I suffer with is like when it comes time to our relaxed time in the back of my head, I'm always thinking like, but there's this project that we said we were going to do that we didn't get done. And chickens areas and cleaned up. It's never going to be The laundry's not put away. And there's always something. Should I become a guru? I mean, I think you can just like self-proclaim yourself a guru. guru. (laughs) Nice. And now a word from our brand partner. 
I love Thrive Market. Lately, I've been so obsessed with them because I, as you guys all know, and I say this all the time, I get really bad headaches and someone told me to go get some great essential oils like a peppermint oil and a lavender oil. And Thrive Market has the most amazing ones at a fraction of the price. I'm looking here right now online about to order this organic lavender essential oil that normally would be $36.95 and they have it for $17.89. Plus it's non-toxic and sustainably farmed. So I'll like rub that under my nose or on my temples and it will really help my headaches throughout the day. But what I really want to tell you guys is that Thrive Market is this incredible online marketplace where you can find items like this. They have non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products, and so much more. And like I said, their prices are 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. Plus, you can shop everything online and it just comes right to you. Like, why leave your house, especially if you have like a super busy life, like most of us just shop online and have it all come to you. On each products page, you can see things like why you'll love it, price comparisons to retail, nutritional ingredients, and many of the product pages even include the brand's background story and why the product is safe for your family. It's so great. I I just can't say enough about Thrive. They make it so easy to filter your selections by the values that really matter most to you. So for me, like when I'm shopping for Sunny, I want to make sure that he's eating mostly organic and non-GMO items that are BPA free. And I know that when I go on Thrive Market, if I put those in the filter system, that I'm not going to get anything but those things. So you really don't have to read more labels because you know that Thrive Market does all the homework for you. Also, something good to know is that over 98% of their packaging is post-consumer recycled and filled with recycled paper, denim, or newspaper instead of plastic bubbles. So there's 100% zero waste. You guys, go to thrivemarket.com slash with wit to get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Again, that's thrivemarket.com slash with wit to get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Keep in mind, like I was saying, that Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% off, and now they're giving you an extra 25% off your first order and the free 30-day trial. Many of you will be making a grocery run this week, so why not give Thrive Market a try and shop from your home? Again, one more time, that's thrivemarket.com slash with wit to get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. And now back to our conversation. Okay, let's talk about balance here. A lot of people want to know how we keep life organized. Kind of a broad question. I was thinking about the word balance the other day and comparing it to the word sturdy or whatever. That's probably not the best second word. Anyway, my point was the word balance has this connotation that like at any point it could go out of balance Mm -hmm. when like if something is sturdy or firm, it's just like 
good and there, and it's not really ever at risk of, like, toppling over. Right. So, like, do people just feel like their lives are always at risk of, like, spinning out of control? Well, that's the problem, is that people have to become comfortable when there is a little bit of imbalance, because just because it's a little bit out of whack doesn't mean it's going to spin out of control. It just means that stuff happens because it's life. Right. And, like, that's part of the whole balancing thing, like— no day is ever going to be a perfect mix of work, play, and like whatever, relaxation, whatever else you need in your life. And that's never going to repeat itself for weeks or months on end. So right. like why even seek that? That's what I have been trying to say, because when you become a mom, it's like the one thing that everybody asks you is how do you find balance between family and career and everything else that you want to do in life for you and whoever. And I just feel like I try not to seek perfect balance because I know that it doesn't really exist. Like there are days when it is literally like the other day on Wednesday, I woke up, went to work at 830, got home from work at 830. So that day it was like very skewed on the work side. I had no balance whatsoever in terms of like being a mom or taking care of myself. And then the next day woke up, hung out with Sunny, got him ready for school, picked him up, got him lunch, like was able to get a manicure, pedicure and felt like, okay, now things are tipping back into a little bit more balance. And it's all about just like reading your own cues and really knowing when you need something in order to feel balanced and to be able to take care of yourself without feeling guilt about it. Because I feel like if you're taking care of yourself and you feel guilt about it, that that is not really real right. care. Like, what's you the know? point if right. you're going to beat yourself up right. for it? Prioritizing yeah, it. Exactly. People know how to do it. Yeah. Like you know how to have quality time with your kid. It's just a matter of if you you want to do that when you get home from work over if you want to like veg out and watch TV because you know you need to recharge or whatever and i think both are okay like you a just have to be days. honest with how you're going to prioritize right right like, don't lie to yourself choose what's important mm -hmm. and when you have free time do the most important thing first and then get to the next thing you totally. know totally totally i mean when i had the podcast with Eliza Pressman, the child development specialist, she was like, you know, quality time is quality time. It's not about quantity. So for a lot of the moms out there that feel like they're juggling work with being a mom, it's really about making the moments matter when you're with your kid. It's not about how much time you're actually right. with them. And you can feel the difference. Yes. Like I can be with Sunny for four hours while I'm like, you know, doing the dishes or cooking dinner or whatever. But like we're having quality time when I'm sitting down and reading with him or like playing a game he wants exactly. to play. Exactly. So whether it's five minutes, 20 minutes, two hours, like it's really just about the quality. What are some of the things that you think we do, though, to keep organized? Like we schedule time with each other. I think that that's really important. Like I think well, a lot business of business time. Well, I guess we schedule personal time, like dates and stuff. Not really. We more schedule like business yeah. time. Yeah. Like we schedule like an hour where we will have to sit down together and go over stuff that only the two of us can discuss. Because like if we just put it off and we're like, oh, we'll talk about it later, it never gets done. So I highly recommend like scheduling time with your significant other to, yeah, to, to, to talk about like I'm highly organized. How do you keep organized? Easy. This is how I keep organized. I have a calendar that like all my appointments go into and like I don't Same. deviate from. Same. I have Google Docs where I have 
fucking files, you know, where I keep papers in files, like mm -hmm. a like a filing cabinet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's another thing you need. Mm -hmm. And then I I have to do lists. Right. Those are the three pillars of organization. Boom. So I have that too. I have a obviously a calendar, super important. I used to be the kind of person that needed to write everything down, but soon realized that I needed to share the calendar with other people. And so it wasn't really going to work for me to keep like a piece File of, of yeah, exactly. Purse? That what wasn't going to work out for me anymore. So before I go to sleep each night and in the morning, just check out my calendar and make sure that I'm like prepared for the next day and have whatever needs to get done that I'm prepared for it. And then I also have a to-do list that I keep with a team member where every single morning we are looking at this to-do list and keep everything color-coded, like everything highlighted in yellow means it's completed. Everything in pink are my notes. Everything in red is that this is to be discussed when we meet. Like you really just have to, I think, keep an ongoing to-do list and keep it up to date. You have to create an organization infrastructure mm -hmm. and work it. Mm -hmm. You have to put the dates into the calendar. You have to put the files into the files. And if you work it and it, it exists and it's designed well, mm -hmm. you will be organized. Mm -hmm. There is no talent to doing it. There is no like... I'm just bad at it. It's really easy. Yeah. I think a lot is also when you're reading like your email inbox to really just go one email at a time and just do them in the order that they were received. So you're not like jumping around or. Yeah. Also, don't jump wait. Like, yeah. Don't, just like if someone sends you an email. Something right, answer something right away. Get it off your chest. Like complete the task. Like I just don't believe in trying to. I mean, I do this. I'm guilty of it. But just trying to manage a bunch of different tasks when I'm on my email at one time. Here are just some random questions from my followers, okay? Mm. What do you do to promote grounding? I often feel spacey and anxious. So I, a lot of the times, feel spacey and anxious too. And I think this goes back to really trying to be present and trying to not let your mind wander into your to-do list and all the things that you need to get done and to just be like, what am I doing right now? Who am I showing up for? What is needed of me in this moment? And try not to get overwhelmed by all the other needs of everybody else. Do you have any tips for feeling grounded? Clean your room. Oh, that is a really good tip. If I'm feeling like, I guess, spacey is the way you put it mm -hmm. for me. It's like, I just don't even know where to start. Like mm -hmm. I have so much to do. I don't even know where to start. Clean your room. Mm -hmm. I think, or like put in some music and go for a walk outside. Like if you're feeling spacey and anxious and you're sitting at work and you feel like you can't get anything done, like just take a breather, you know, just go get some fresh air outside, like take a bunch of deep breaths and try to like really literally feel grounded in where you are. What do you do for energy? This mom says they're beyond tired. Low eng. Low eng. So Timmy and I kind of make fun of ourselves. We call ourselves like a low eng family because we like to chill a lot. Like if we have free time, we like to chill. And I think that helps us when we have to be on, have the energy that we need because we chill. Yeah. Like sometimes, but sometimes we'll just wake up and like clean the whole garage for nine hours straight. Yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you should really try the sativa weed gummies. Yeah, that's what I mean. Timmy believes in those. For me, if I want to do a task, like I can't stop until I finish a task after I've taken a sativa weed gummy. Good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. I think working out helps you gain energy. 
For sure. Breaking a sweat, I feel like, is just... Sleeping well. Yeah. I mean... Eating appropriately. A huge, huge thing. So, again... I have bad headaches and I recently went to an acupuncturist and she told me that your body is like a car and when you wake up, your car literally has like no gas in it. And so if you're not fueling your car right when you wake up, then your body is running on empty and then you're going to have low energy. So it's super important when you wake up to put things in your body that are going to fuel you for the rest of the day. So whether that's drinking a full glass of water with some lemon or making yourself a healthy smoothie or even scrambling some eggs and having a piece of toast and some avocado, like try to set yourself up for success in the morning. And I know this is something that everybody has said for a while now, but I really do believe that that first meal of the day is so, so important in gaining that energy when you need it. How do you keep your stress down? I'm a pretty big believer in like, you know, it's a constant battle to manage stress. Yoga helps like all those things help in the long term battle uh-huh. in the short term. Like I also believe in like releasing it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, and what kind of way do you release it? Like screaming, <laughs> <laughs> like punching things like uh-huh. the wall. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. I know, I know. you don't do those things, but I, I know, but sometimes like, I don't know, like just like, like ah, uh, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, like it, it, you're, it's in your body, like you feel tight and stressed because some outside shit is making you feel that way, like just get it out. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think I've said this before, like I'll squeeze the steering wheel and just squeeze scream, it. or I'll like blast music and sing to it, and I feel like that's a release. Like yeah, roll it. my windows down, just like let those things out. Can, that's what I mean. Release yeah. it. Like it's pressure built up inside of you. Like turn the knob to the valve, whatever that means for you, and like let it out. Yes. Physically. Yes. You know what I mean? Like really like imagine it as being physical and let it out some way, some productive way. Like don't hurt anybody. Right. But like then for the rest of the day, like when you have little stresses, be like, remember the breathing and yoga and all that shit. But when you're really stressed, like get it out of your body. Totally. And I think another good thing is allowing yourself to be vulnerable with people, friends or significant others and telling them how you really feel. Totally. I was listening to Brene Brown's special on Netflix and she was saying that when you have something that's making you anxious to say like, I'm telling myself the story that this is happening or I'm telling myself the story that you're thinking this thing. So to be verbal about it and really talk to people about how you feel and... I think that that releases a lot of stress. So much of the time, like I let things just bubble up in my brain and they become worse than actually the real situation is. So really have a release to be able to like talk about it with. All right, we have to change Sunny's diaper, but I feel like we have shared a lot of good tips. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you have any other self-care questions, feel free to leave them in the comments and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because I want to hear from you guys. You can let me know what you thought of this episode or anything more you want to hear about. Thanks. Peace in the streets.